Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, man? What's going on? Hola, como estas? Que paso, Holmes? Hey, dog, what up, cuz? Not much, man. So coming at us live, coming at you strong, random topics, man. Man, so I know anybody who's tuning in right now, man, I know this these topics right here that I'm doing right now is pretty much, I know this is like far-fetched and you guys are pretty much my family at the end of the day and uh and the thing about it when it comes to these these topics right here these boys men topics i want you to really know like who my circle is um and that is exactly why you know i really um we're just vibing out over here man we're just having some fun at the end of the day um and that's just something that we've always done anytime anytime it was like work anything we've ever really done you know the best time of work that we always did when we when we had fun we just having fun over here um if this boys anybody understand like i said these these are my more personal topics the boys the men topics are my are my personal ones but if you guys definitely want to listen in get to like i said get to know me a little bit more and my and my people a lot more then you know just stay on in but this guy right here he's actually uh one of my relatives uh, Jerron Titan. Um, yes, sir. Titan Boy Entertainment, TBE, original. Y'all going right, man. Like I said, we, we go we go back, you know, I mean, if you look at our story, honestly, Jerron, I mean, if I'm, if I'm, gonna, if I'm being honest, um, we've all had our separate stories with one another, but I think, I, I do believe the fact that, you know, we're family. Um, ours was a little bit more it was a little bit more different because of that. Man, I was, man, our story started off hilarious, bro. Like it a lot of people weird. don't understand, man. Like all the way through middle school, all I kept hearing was, "Hey, are y'all are you related to a Danny Titan?" And the whole time, man, I'm thinking they talking about my uncle. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Man, I remember the time when I got the G Dub, and everybody kept asking me. And I said, "Man, I'm gonna find out who this is." You talking about they go here? I said, "Man, my uncle should have been graduated. Man, my uncle and you locked up. You feel me?" I was like, no. Nah. I said, I said, who Danny? I said, man, I'm gonna find out who this is. Going to find out. Came the first lunch, cause you know me, I stayed skipping lunches. I went to every lunch at GW. Yeah, know. you did. You did. <laughs> you know they didn't care. I stayed outside hiding from security constantly. But I remember the first day I met you, bro. Like <clears throat> I walked up to you. It was you, um, Ryan, Shanice, mm-hmm. the whole band squad. You was just sitting there like a mafia boss. Man, I remember I walked up. It was like a movie. Put my hands on the table. I said, hey, yo, are you Danny? <laughs> you was eating. Because everybody know, if you know DJ back in the day, DJ loved to eat. Boy, DJ can out eat anybody. If you're stressed, DJ eating. If he depressed, DJ eating. Yeah. If he hungry, DJ eating. He didn't care <laughs> what was going on. All you had, if you want DJ to come anywhere, say it's some food. Bro, I remember you you was eating up some french fries. Man, you swallowed, you sat back, and you said, depend on who want to know. I said, well, look. I said, my name's Ron Side, bro. I said, I keep hearing about a Danny Side, and family you the guy. You like, oh, we family? He said, all right, come on, let's take a walk. <laughs> so, man, we got, man, and we've been chatting. It's crazy, because that's the weirdest introduction I've ever done to a family. And it's like, we just been vibing ever since. 
Then first, then that same day, you invited me over to your crib so I can re- meet the rest of my family. And mm-hmm. brother, embrace was amazing. And boy, R.I.P. to Eno and Duck. Oh man, oh yeah, man, yeah. they stayed on me. Yeah, but they loved you though. You know that's they, that's that's the thing. You know, I think when I when I think about it too, man, it's something about you know, I call it Titan celebrity. It's like it's like when you meet. A, a new titan that you never really known it's real exciting because we all we all say hey i'm a titan or somebody new hey i'm a titan I'm like I'm like you are i'm like oh, oh okay well who's your people you know what i'm saying and then it's like the more i got to be around you a lot more i got to really learn more of that side of my family but also you know just to a lot of similar things we would do i would just be like oh yeah, that's something I would definitely do. Or, or, or even if it was something bad, um, we would always be able to like really check check one another and help help one another. You know what I'm saying? It, it it really worked because for me, it was like yin and yang, especially in high school. You know, I was I was the, the nice one. You know, you know, just laid back, and you you was the bad boy. But it was like. But it still worked because it was like anytime you got in trouble, they always called me stalkers. They always called me stalkers. <laughs> I would sit there, and the thing about it, I would think I was I would sit there getting in trouble. And I was sitting there. It'd be always be the last, the last period. And it'd be like, go to the office. I'm like, okay. What's going on? Just go to the office. I get there. You up in there, you didn't man, you didn't cuss the principal out, you laid them out. And then they was like, Will you please talk to your cousin? He didn't, he didn't went crazy up in here. And I go up in there, I said, Okay. I said, I, I do the best I can. And I said, I said, what are you doing, man? He said, Man, DJ, oh no, 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 no. I said, wrong. I said, just go back to class, man. I said, whatever it is, I said, just do what you gotta do. I said, cause we got work to do when we get and we always did. I said, we got work to do. When we get back home, we got this music, we got things going on. So just, I, I'll take you to get you something to eat. Just, just relax. And he's like, okay, I, I'll do that. And then Press will still be running this mouth. I said, you, you came up here and asked me to calm it down. Why you still, you know, push it? I said, I got it. And he, he's okay. And I was like, you, you went to class. Yeah, man. I, I apologize, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, like you said, boys to men, man, thinking back then, Man, I was, you know, I, I just had some things going. I felt like I, I had more of a point to prove back then, you know, just mm-hmm. just with the tough upbringing that I had. It won't, I won't raise, you know, to show too much emotion. It was more power and force. You feel me? You had to exert that kind of dominance, like let people know that you want somebody to, you know, be trifled with, you know. And yeah, it helped, but you know, it made it a whole lot worse for me, you know. It. It, like you said last night, which I died when you said it. You said, man, you know what? He said, but I got to take Jay's side. I got to take Jerome's side on one thing. Yeah, he's always got the short end of the stick and the bad end. Like, I would just be chilling. Mm-hmm. And, a lot of, and a lot of people, like new friends and people that I'd have met, man, when I tell them that, man, y'all just don't know. Trouble used to follow me. We would mm-hmm. just be hanging out. Now, bro, you remember the time me, you, and Jameer was walking on the south side? And I was talking about I wanted to do a mixtape called Prince of the South, you know, or whatever. And the old drunk dude walked out from beside the drugstore. Mm-hmm. I'm the king of the South. And out of everybody, 
he wanted to mess with, he walked clean for me. Mm-hmm. I guess because I was the shortest at the time. I'm gonna walk up and get in my face. And I remember you and you and Jameer said, man, should we just keep walking or get drunk? Should we keep walking? You was like, you was like, you you was interested. You said, I wanna see how this turned out. <laughs> Jameer has always been the peacekeeper. He said, nah, man, I can't let this go down. You know he going to jail. Mm-hmm. That man got in my face, and it won't for y'all to. I probably would have got in some trouble. And then to come to find out that same dude is our cousin in our mangro. That's crazy. Bro, I was so mad. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, I found it out like years later. Like he he's our cousin from Almagro. Wow. So you told me something. I didn't even know that. <laughs> and then like I said, man, like I, I look at like me and your story a lot, man. And one thing I can say, like I so said, we we always had uh, each other's back, and that and that's still it's still like that to this day, man. Yeah, man, you, man, we done been through so much together. Like, if a lot of people tune in, if you do not know the story, man, I, I'm man, you done got me inspired. I might want to do a little podcast too to tell my side, but I'm gonna go ahead and you know talk on this one right here. Like, bro, you done been through it from the Tiffany situation, the Brittany situation. Like, DJ, I can really say you are one of the longest time friends, but actually family member friend that I've ever, like, really had. Like, actually by blood. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't never you ain't never judged me. Even when I done did some pretty stupid stuff, man. I say stupid, I mean stupid. I mean, I we're like yeah, we had to learn, man. I mean, that's the thing. Like, and I, I just go by that motto. I can't, I can't judge somebody. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's never my place to. I, I I just I can't do that, you know. And anytime we like like as far as like it came to like the women you talk to, I always said that's his business, you know. Whatever he does, that's his business at the end of the day. But as a family member, I'm gonna always be here because that's what you're supposed to do as family. Because when you talk about family, you talk about yourself, and a lot of people fail to realize that. You know, because even some of the stuff that you was doing that you said wasn't right. I mean, I've had my fair share of making a lot of mistakes myself. So when I look at, you know, the mistakes I've made, I can't, I just, I just can't point my finger. I, I can't do it. I mean, that's just real because if, if you really, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you really can't do it. Honestly, we can't. Yeah, we, man. And then we raising the next generation of our people. You, I know, oh, you remember the saying where everybody say we was Ricky and your daddy. Just the younger versions. <laughs> now that is true. That I, I will I will admit that one because like I said, you know, Ricky, Ricky was the troublemaker. And it was like, you know, my dad, you know, he he didn't really get in, he, he didn't like the fight, but every time it came to Ricky, it was he always like had to be there. And that's how it was for me. Like, like I, I wasn't really a fighter, but it was the same time it was like, if I know Jerron is in trouble, I gotta be there. You know, I can't Cause at the end of the day, I, I felt like you was my as an older cousin, you was my responsibility. So it was yeah, like, man. you know, I can't I can't sit here and let anything happen to him because if I do, then I'm a I'ma get I'ma get in trouble from Elsie. I'ma hear it from your mom. You know, why didn't you protect him? Why didn't you do this? So that's why a lot of time like I was I was there, but I wasn't hard. I wasn't hard on you. Like, I wasn't the one that, that would constantly be like, you know, nag you and get on your nerves. Now, every now and then, I, I, I would pull the big cousin card out and be like, Ron, sit down somewhere. Like, 
you know. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That was rare though. I really and I res- and I respect that. And I respect that. Like you, you, you've always had my back. Like when I say you've had my back, you didn't got me out of some sticky situations, but you didn't always kept it like a honey with me. Like if you knew what I was doing was down right. I'm a, hey, I want to know if you remember this conversation. You remember the one conversation that we had that you really put me in my place when you told me the saying I still use to today, a man without fear is dangerous. Because you told me at one point in time, it was like, I wasn't afraid of nothing. I didn't care if he was getting arrested. If I wanted to do it, I did it. You know. Yeah, man. You know, especially with the people I was rolling with. But you told me I needed to sit down. And ever since that day, it was like, it was a new perspective on my life. Because I thought that being fearless meant power, but... Then I, you know, you broke it down to me on how being too fearless can make you real dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it, and, and you stay reminding me I had something to fight for. Man, I remember when I first became a father, bro. You, mm-hmm. Man, you was right there by my side through that whole ride, bro. Like, oh, yeah, all, I was. all the way. I mean, from, I mean, from pulling me out of parties, telling me certain people I shouldn't hang with, like, you... You didn't really been there, bro. Like our story run a whole lot deeper, like longer wise. It's been, you know, it was me and you, and then you introduced me to Jameer. Uh, what was that light skinned dude, uh, Ari? I remember mm-hmm. him. Like we, we ain't never built up on just business. You know, we built on family. Mm-hmm. You know, we've always been tight, even up to this day, man. Even yeah, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people don't believe DJ. And me and you behind, sometimes behind closed doors to ourselves, me and you actually used to get to arguing. When I tell people that, I'm like, man, y'all ain't never get to arguing. Y'all of course we did. We're family. <laughs> we stayed arguing. Of course we stuff. did. But, you know, but the thing about it, though, ours was always interesting. You know? Like, we would argue, but it would always come off, like, entertaining. Because, mm-hmm. you know? like, like I said before, it was like, you know, because you, you, could, you could prove a point. I ain't want to listen. And then vice versa. And then we just yeah. be able to come, you know, come together, you know, and just do what we had to do. I mean, but that's that's just in the territory as family. If you ain't never arguing with any of your family members, then yeah, because it it definitely happens. It happens all the time. Oh yeah, man. Just man, just going down memory lane, bro. Right? Just it brings back. It's and let me go ahead and just say it. If don't, if I don't get a chance to say it, you know, before we end this podcast, but I enjoy talking to you right now. Like this is just to me, it feel like a blessing just to hear your voice. Because man, it's been a while since you know we didn't actually talk. We went from you know hanging out every day, mm-hmm. chilling in each other's crib. I mean, if you seen DJ, you seen me. You That's seen me. You seen DJ. If you seen my grandma, you seen both of us. Like we, yep. man. <sighs> I mean, right. first time you got to chill at my crib. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, that became my second home. I mean, because Elsie, she ended up having making me a, a, a separate room. I remember yeah. that. I had she my gave you, She gave you and Jameer a room. I was like, all right, so, all right, this is this what's up. I guess it's because growing up, you know, me, if a lot of people don't know, you know, I'm just going to give a little bit of my background before we all get on. You know the podcast together. I was I was raised to be you know solitary. You know I ain't had too many friends. You know and the friends I had, man, you already seen what they was like. They were just with me because I could either get them girls, money, cars, whatever. I was just mm-hmm. making it shape, but that was the lifestyle that I chose, which I'm glad I went through it because it made me the person I am today. Like today, I'm more humble now. 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm working on trying to get my own business. I want to open up a garage. Just need a perfect place. You know, and I, hey, and I, of course, you know me, I'm, I'm putting my family together. You know, we definitely talk about that on the podcast. Cause that's news for everybody. I want to hear everybody's reaction on this. You already know what I'm talking about. Today. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I told yeah. you. But we're going to pop that. We're going to put that out there on the next podcast. So if you're listening right now, you want to hear this interesting, juicy details plus everything else, make sure you tune in to the next podcast. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there right now. Yeah, because that part yeah. three, the part three, that's going to be basically the grand finale right there. But I'm, I'm real proud of you, man. I think... Um, but, you know, I can just tell by the way you're talking, man, You, your life has became a lot more mellow and you get simple. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the best things in life can be simple when you just, you know, work on your purpose, when you work on the things that, that makes you happy. And sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with your purpose, you might not, you know, get, you know, get finances right there and there. Like, OK, prime example, like random topics. But then this podcast is for everybody. This is for the world. This is not just me, you know. And honestly, I haven't made any money off it. But you know what, though? I feel like this. When you got your purpose, you have to focus on what makes you happy. And the the money will come. But money ain't everything. See, that's one thing I learned. I I really learned that, man. See, I used to be... I used to be... I still am ambitious. But then when I became older, I started looking at the financial aspects of things. And I was like, man... I got to get to that bag. And I realized then that getting to that bag didn't even make me happy. There'll be some time I could get get the money legally, you know, mm-hmm. always, you know, and I would just save my money. But it was just like I still wasn't happy. And then that's when I realized I have to be able to build a foundation. I have to be able to, to love myself even more and to build on my craft, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, when I look, especially, you know, when I look at you, there's been plenty of times I, I would sit back drawing and I would see the stuff, the trouble you would get into. And then it would make me feel sad because I'd be like, you know, that's my little cousin right there. Even though he's a grown man, that's my little cousin. I got to set the example. So it's clearly something that I'm not doing that's not right because I know he pay attention to the things I'm doing. So then, like, I start building on, you know, the things I got to do. And it just, I, I began to realize how important my family is a lot because I do have relatives that look at me, look up to me, and I have, and I have to, you know, always make sure I'm on the right foot. It ain't easy being on the right foot sometimes. It was like, it was like for me, a lot of the time, like, especially like even when it came to like group, like there were times like I just, I, I didn't want to be a leader in the group. I just wanted to do the music, but I realized that sometimes God is going to put you in a position where you have to leave, whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I learned that through y'all because it was like, look, man, you get, you know how to make harmonization keys go. You know what to make the sound in. So you got to you gotta make sure this happens. And I, and I, I mean, honestly, DJ, on my part, like, I, I, hey, it won't never question who the leader was. Like, you ain't even, it won't even a position to be put up. You really just got put in it. Because I feel like you, you was really, honestly, the best for the part. Like, you didn't, you wouldn't take nobody's side, right or wrong. You, you would speak your mind. I knew, uh, for one, I was the youngest. Ain't no leadership going right here. Like, you, you wanted to be, you know, everybody got their own part, but you are the one that put it together, bro. I mean, you kept it together. It's been times, 
bro, if it was a problem in the group, you you pull that daddy card. You pull that. I call it the tiny daddy voice. Yeah. All right, now come on, now let's let no no we gonna talk. No, ain't nobody going nowhere. Uh uh-uh. uh, come on, come on, sit down and talk. You a and we had no problem airing it out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know you you never had a problem with stepping up to the plate and making sure everything was organized and you know take you know I I take the blame if stuff went wrong oh yeah you know me I take the I take the blame all day because hey let's you know let's just be but honest you, you was used to it because you was used to you was always used to getting in trouble yeah like, and it was easier it was easier for me to take the blame because it was more believable like if people really like like understood like that was just our loyalty thing like hey look I know if I want to go out and do something. You know, the most trusted person in the family trusted me with was you. As long as DJ was in the car, man, we could be going anywhere. I can tell you right now, I could walk out the house and tell my grandma, hey, look, I'm ready to go rob three old people and two retirement <laughs> homes. But DJ in the car, he ready to take me. All right, you and DJ have fun. She ain't here. Nothing else except that DJ is in the car. Like, my grandma did not care. I would come back home at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Bruh, I remember the time I walked to your house on Hallbrook in the snow and your daddy put me out. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Oh, man, that day, man, that was hilarious. Man, we had, the t- we had a ball. But I, we had a, I, I went there and got stuck for a whole weekend. Like, I, we just had so much fun. Like, I remember that, like, at, on the Hallbrook house, man. But see, I was—that's I, the thing about me now, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I was just relative, man. Like that's for all my all my family, man. Like anytime, anytime you with me, I'm gonna make sure you're okay, and I'm gonna make sure you get back home. Oh yeah. That's 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 just that's just me, man. I have to be like that because the way I look at it is, you know, when when you are with when you with men amongst your brothers, you know, it's always gotta be the one that gotta watch over everybody. Because you don't know what somebody else is going through at the end of the day. And when you get relaxed, sometimes you, you can get too relaxed and you can start getting a little crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, oh, you yeah. know, like that, that was the card I would use for you because, like, I would know, like, okay, all right, I know he just went through something yesterday. So he's, he's still a little depressed. Yeah, man. Man, yeah, bro, and you would always come through clutch. Like, even if, like, literally, I would just be stuck in the house. If I want to get out the house, DJ, please call my grandma. DJ, call my grandma and tell me you want me to come over with something. DJ, get me out this house. I bring you. I, I, I would. I would come because the thing about it, like, because even Elsie knew, like, <laughs> what was going on in your home. She knew that, okay, let's just calm him down, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Cause we're family at the end of the day. I mean, oh, yeah. that's one thing how it was to me. Like, like, okay, prime example, my parents were divorced, so like, in a way, it was like there was pros and cons. Like, the pros was if I had problems over there, and my dad's, I go to my mom's. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If it was getting too rocky at my mom's, I go to my dad's. You know, so that's and that's how it was for you. If it got too rocky over there at your grandparents, you already knew where to come. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then man, they messed up. First, we had a we had two. Me and you had two houses on both sides of town. Yeah, we did. <laughs> At one point in time, we it did was the Hallbrook house and the house in Grove Park, my grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to Third Avenue, and you was on Myrtle. Yep. Oh, you couldn't tell us nothing. Nope. Oh man, if we were in school or whatever, usually I was walking to Myrtle, or you was coming there to the crib chilling with me, and we would always have a blast. 
everybody want to meet up we had fun and with us it was never really no drama and any drama that we had was just you know hashing out details maybe music you know cl- you know creative stuff but other than that man we ain't never really had no drama drama mm-hmm. even the most no. drama y'all had for real for real was with me and my first baby mama oh my god <laughs> But see, I, in that moment though, I ain't gonna lie. Be honest with you though, I felt that that situation would make me sad. Um, it actually affected me uh, for, for a couple of years, especially when I started having some problems myself. You know, when I first had my child, and I was I thought about you a lot. I don't think I ever told you this, and I'd be like, dang. I was like, you know, and I would think about the times like we was there. Those those are dark moments for you, man. Oh, yeah, I, I realized man. I realized it when, and I hate to say it, I'm gonna put it out there, when that microwave hit upside your head. When she threw that microwave and you fell to the ground, I looked at I looked at you, I looked at her, and then I said, "Oh my goodness!" I said, "This ain't healthy right here." Yeah, I was bro. like, "This ain't this 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 right here that can't happen." And, and it was like, it was like a part of me that was like, I wanted to stay, but it was like. When you are behind closed doors with somebody else, that's when it get dark. So it was like, yeah. I would see it, but I realized like, this is a little bit more darker than what I'm actually seeing. Because, and, yeah. yeah, and actually you was like the first one out of the group to actually see it. Like, I would always talk about it. I mean, I, I ain't like, I've, I've told my stories to quite a few people. And if you listen to the podcast now and have heard, you know, and you want to hear it from the I have no problem. Yeah, me and my first baby mom, we was definitely in a toxic relationship. We was definitely toxic for each other. But it was, the heart was in the right place the reason I stayed. Because a lot of people ask, why did you just stay and deal with that? Why didn't y'all just go y'all separate ways do the co-parent thing? It was it was a whole lot more details going on that a lot of people, unless you was in the inner circle, knew about, you know, of why. I stayed and why I, I wanted to be I, at that time when I first had Junior I guess I was rebelling against myself because I wanted to be the opposite of what I felt I was deprived from I wasn't mm-hmm. raised in a two parent household you know I never even knew the joys of even seeing my two parents stand side by side mm-hmm. a lot of people say I ain't never seen my mom and daddy kiss I ain't never seen my mom and daddy me I've never seen my mom and dad in the same room ever never in my life Never seen them in the same room. I ain't even seen a picture of them together. Like that. <clears throat> so I wanted to be the opposite. I wanted to say, hey, no matter what for my son, I'm going to be here. Now, yeah, a lot of people say when I had number two, and if a lot of people don't know, yeah, I have a whole lot of, ch- I, I I have more children than everybody in the group put together and then some, and I'm the one with all boys and uh, two, two, yeah, two girls. You know what I can you know what I can tell you though, Jerron? And I and I I'ma tell you this if I ain't never told you this. Mm-hmm. I'ma be honest with you, man. You are very strong in that area. You know what I mean? Okay, you got you got multiple children, but you know what though? The strongest thing that you're doing right now, you having faith and you still living. And yeah. I'm I'ma give you that one. Because, you know, anytime I I've ever like you know, anytime I, I would have a problem, you know, when it came to my child or anything, you know, because, I mean, me and Kenya, we we definitely have, you know, grown a lot over the years. And shout out to Kenya, you know, because you know what, Kenya, I'm going to tell you something, man. You, you really have grown a whole lot and you're a great mom. You know, shout out to my wife. I got, I'm blessed with two, with two mothers, you know, for real, you know, 
But I will admit, I will admit, anytime, you know, I, me and King was, you know, have problems. I thought about you. I said, man, if Jerron, you know, with his multiple women that he has babies with, I said, I know doggone well, I can, I can fix it with at least one. I thought yeah. about you. And I, cause I was, yeah. I was like, cause it, it's like, that is very, that is very challenging, man. Like any man, you know, who, who is in that position, you know, that is, that is challenging. And like, I can, I can't even, I, I don't even know what was in your head, but I knew sometime it wasn't good. And I would pray for you because it was like, man, like, it was like, I care. About, this is my family. And it's just like, I just, I just want to make sure that not only kids is okay, but is he mentally okay? So let me ask you this because I've always wanted to ask you this question, Jerome. Oh, go right ahead, man. How is it that you are able to have so much patience with multiple women with your children. I I I, I wanna know this. Alright, you wanna know honestly, bro? And for real, this this what I'm ready to say right now ain't I hope it don't, you know, my trial is actually able to be an explanation to help out somebody around my age or even going through this. Yeah, man. Now, me having patience, first the first up I got, I was raised by nothing but women. So yeah, I'm proof that a woman can raise a man to be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, with few men. Yeah. You know, I had my uncles. You know, I had I had men around, but I didn't. You know, I ain't really had that mama daddy thing. Right. So I was raised by none. You know, my I'm a grandma's baby. I'm a mama's boy. You know, you mess with the women in my family, I'm coming tenfold. You know, know that? Right. We I come know. from a strong family. Yeah, we, we do. But women, we, we do. We do. So I know sometimes women, they men, we we expected to hold our emotions in. But yeah. women, when you hurt a woman, I I've seen my aunts go through it. I've seen my mama, seen my grandma. I I've been learning since I was a kid that women react differently than men. Some women will hold it in and then just explode, but some will just keep going. With the different women that I had, it was different personalities and all that. But the biggest thing I thought of: don't give up, because one day everything has to be explained. So, you know, from first, you want to go with baby mama number one. Reason with that, my son was my biggest drive. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure he's safe. He got my name. Mm-hmm. First, last, middle, everything. He, he, Everything that is me was put into him first. And mm-hmm. yes, we even had our trials with that. But I always do the best I can to look at the biggest light. And if you want me to go deeper on it, my biggest thing, I think of it like this. The way the system is set up in Virginia. Everybody know, I've never changed my views, Virginia law sucks. Because if the father is in the home, we they can get no help. Young, none, no type of help. For the mother to get help, they got to put the daddy on child support, which if he ain't got, you know, a good enough job at the time, you know, they going to garnish his pay and he going to be bringing home less, do less. But for her to get help, she got to stay out of the home. You know, he got to stay out of the household. You know, it's pretty, it's apartment complexes everywhere filled with nothing but single mothers. And they'll tell you, what's the one thing they always say? We both been through it. We both been in the situation. If daddy caught living over here or whatever, we're going to put you out. Then you got to think about your kid, you know. Then your kid going to be homeless or, you know, at that time, I was young. So my son wasn't going to be homeless, but I wanted to raise a family. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I wanted us to be in the same household. So it was just... I look at each situation on how would I want it to be. And yeah, I'll be, and if anybody listening to know the story, you know, yeah, some of my kids, I, I'm not allowed to see right now. I haven't seen in a while. 
you know, man, I, I deal with that. That is my biggest trial. Because, yes, with some of them, we got some beef that's got to be settled. Some of them is just better for me and that person to get some space, you know, and healthier for the kids. But, you know, I can't give up because too many people depend on me. Yeah. I've always been that one that if anybody, if I bang with you and you needed it or you ain't have it, I made sure I got it for you. I made sure we was going to be good. I tell my people all the time, I got you. All you got to do is say something. Just don't ask how I take care of it, but I got you. Yeah, that's 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 real big, bro. Like, you said a mouthful. You saying a mouthful because, like, you know, anytime I think about a rail, you know, I always say, you know, I'm, I'm going to be there for her no matter what. So it's like, I think about you, man. So it's like, man, like, I know what's wrong. I guess he don't even get to see. Like, that's... I, I don't even want to imagine how that feels. Like, like, I tell anybody on this podcast listening, if I ain't never went through it, I can't speak on it. And I can't, I cannot, I don't even ever want to imagine what that feels like. And for somebody to be on to know what that feels like, Jerome, I'm telling you, bro, you're strong because there's a lot of men that have killed themselves because they cannot see their child. There was this guy that was on, on YouTube. It was not too long ago. And basically, you know, this dude, he had three jobs, man. He had three freaking jobs. And he was doing everything he could to be there for his son. And his mother ended up getting full custody. So I guess there's different systems, how it works in different states. But, like, I guess where he was living at, like, if they weren't together, man, he can't, he can't be, he couldn't have his child full time. She ended up getting full custody. And his child. Dude, Thank you, he killed himself, man. He couldn't take it. Yeah, and I definitely, I've been through that too. I, man, you know the court system had my name in it for at least the first seven years. And yeah. the reason I, and a lot of people, I don't want nobody to think that my first son is the most important son. I just been through more with my oldest son than I have with anyone else because it was more on not. You know, it, you know the truth. Jameer know the truth. Everybody who was around and seen it knew the truth. It wasn't the fact of. Oh, neither one of us unfit for junior. It was just we were toxic together. But we both were driven to make sure our son was going to know both parents. So it was like a pro and con. It was like the heart was in the right place, but that ain't where we needed to be. We probably, if we probably would have stayed separated, it probably would have been a whole lot easier. But man, I give advice to anybody. Don't give up. Take your time. And me... I tell you, like, even with the ones I ain't seeing, a lot of people say, well, why don't, you know, why don't you go file or whatever? Because I done been through it so much, I know what questions they're going to ask me. And if they, and if I can ask myself them questions and say any of them answers going to be no, then I don't need to go file right now. And that, it takes a lot of humbling to be able to say that with an open mouth that if I say, hey, I can't provide for my child, like, if I went for custody right now for all my kids, Mm-hmm. And they and I know the list of questions that the judge gonna ask me that's gonna determine it, and I know any of them answers gonna be no. I don't care if it's just one. If it's just one on that note, on note, I gotta fix it. I'm going to take whatever time to fix it before I go in because before you go to war, you gotta have all your stuff and you know all your ducks in a line. You feel me? You gotta have all everything you need. So yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to get my own business. That's why I'm trying to, you know, make even more money where I can. Trying to get stable. You feel me? I wanna, I wanna be able to say, oh yeah, when I go there, well, hey, I got my own legitimate business. I stayed out of trouble this long. 
mm-hmm. no type of instances. I'm making my own money. I got my own house with yeah. enough rooms for my kids. And we all know for me to have enough room for my kids, bro, you know I got at least have a five bedroom. Well, I'm I'm proud of you, man. I'm, I'm you gonna know. tell you, I'm gonna tell you, Juwan. I'm I'm proud of you. And just hearing you talk like this, you are inspired so many people, so many people who are in your shoes. Like I want you to really let that sink in, man. Because you are literally stepping out on faith. Like, and I and I be honest with you, like, I, I respect you for that. Because, you know, they always say, you know, God will always give you more. You know, it's like sometimes more than you can't bear. You know, more than you can bear. So it's like sometimes when I look at your situation, I'll be like, wow. I said, wrong. you can bear way more than I can. I, I, I say it, I'm like, because when it came come to that, I was like, you can bear way more than me, because I ain't lying, bro. I would have lost my dog on mine. I would have lost my, I, 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 I would have lost my mind. Man. And it's like, but that's why I got so much respect for you. And to hear you say what you're saying, you, you, I don't know y'all tuning in. This guy is going to be a businessman. This is big. Like, yeah, this, this is very big. And I want to touch on all aspects. And I want to, and, and I know a lot of people say I shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna tell you, don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. Because I, like I everything that everybody has ever told me, and DJ, you know, it, and you can attest to this, everything that anybody has ever told me that I cannot do, mm. I've achieved it. Like a lot of people don't know. That is hey, true. By the time I was 21, I had at least six or seven different trades under my belt. And the last thing I accomplished before I hit 21 was I wanted to be a truck driver. Man, everybody told me under the sun, man, you can't be no truck driver, man. You can't do why I can't. My granddad did it. All right, what I do? I left. And yes, it was the biggest trial. I had to go to West Memphis, Tennessee. Now I have a CDL in my back pocket. Am I driving trucks right now? No. Should I be? Probably. But it's just the fact that's not what my heart wants right now because to go like Jameer, I respect him for being able to do it. But like y'all said last night, you know, Jameer, he, he's been with him, man. He's he been with his for the longest. Him and Sis been together since we was in high school. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, he he been, he they didn't been through it and then came on top. So he can do the over road thing. You know, he didn't, he didn't put it together. You know, me, I can't, I can't find the one over the road. You feel me? I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. But I want that as a backup plan. Always have a backup plan. So I tell anybody, before you quit a job, make sure you got somewhere else to go, man. Because when you, at that moment, you're gonna have that that anger. Like, and I definitely, if anybody wants counseling on any type of anger or how I dealt with my anger and got to this point, man, it, it took a lot of determination and a whole lot of reading. Like I went from being the person that always wanted to be surrounded by friends and family. Because you gotta admit it, DJ, I could never handle being alone. Like if I was alone for too long, you know I would lose my mind because my thoughts was dangerous at that time. I would mm-hmm. overthink things. But man, ain't gonna lie. Even though we all, I ain't gonna say we all fell out, but when we all started drifting and doing our own thing, yeah, in the beginning, it did hurt because I wasn't used to it. Yeah. But I was younger. I was young then. But now that I'm getting older, it's what I needed. Because I knew for a fact, at one point in time, I knew for a fact, if I got in too big of trouble, I could always call Tay, DJ, or Jameer. Somebody gonna come. You know, if I'm having a woman problems and I'm ready to go off the edge, one of y'all is gonna come. You feel yeah. me? So I really didn't know how to walk away from certain situations because I know my brothers is gonna come. 
And everybody be like, well, I acted. And a lot of people used to say I acted the way I did because I had y'all, you know, always with me. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. So, but having the time to figure out a lot of stuff on myself over the years and being, it's actually the best. That's why I'm excited that we were to have this reunion. You feel me? Because I, I really want to see how everybody done grew. You know, I really want to see, you know, where everybody is. And I just want to see everybody's face. You feel me? Man, one, at one point in time, we all was together but I think we all needed that time to go do what we need to and I was man I've accomplished so much man we and I've heard man I've been keeping my ear out on y'all man I, I hear y'all how y'all doing y'all thing and I mean y'all y'all getting it you feel me but I feel like that's what I needed and sometimes a lot of people say it ain't good to be alone but sometimes you need to be alone yeah it has to be you if you if you're afraid to be alone that that is that that's the thing if you are afraid to be alone, you that is dangerous because at the end of the day, you're never alone. You always got God. But see, people, when people, when you say that, people is like, ah, you know, I know I got God, but I want somebody I can see. I want somebody I can feel. I want somebody yeah. that can be around me. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, when you are when you know how to learn to love yourself and be by yourself, that is the best love you can ever have. It, it will open up doors for you. It will help you build as a person. And, you know, as far as the relationship goes in life, but here's the thing about that. You know, God never really intended none of us to be alone, but he did intend us to be able to love ourselves. So when we can love ourselves, then he can bless us with that special person. And here's the thing with that, when come that special person, that special person, it ain't always gonna be peaches and cream. You know, my wife tells me a whole lot of stuff that I have to be able to, you know, that I, I have to listen, you know, because I, I got flaws like anybody else, but it's, uh-huh. it's how I deal with it. And sometimes I would get stuck in my ways and I didn't want, and I catch an attitude because she told me the truth about myself. But the thing about it though, when I look back at it, it's, it's anything, the truth does hurt. And, it's a, and the thing about it, people don't wanna accept the truth they 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 don't want to let that truth hurt. They want to learn from what hurts. So, for instance, if you if you got a problem and someone telling you you got a problem, you need to sit there and fix that problem. Because when you mm-hmm. run from your problems, that only makes things a lot worse. But if you are sitting there working on your problems, don't think for a second that you're not going to have a slip up. Don't think for a second that the old you, when we say quote unquote old you, is still it won't come back sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very very hard transition to 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 turn to not to turn from, but it it can happen. To see now a lot of stuff that I've done, I fixed it, and I be like I ain't going back. I said because I, I I can't go back. It's like I, I and I refuse to go back. Yeah, it's all about the man in the mirror. It is at the end of the day. That's that's the main thing. The man in the mirror. Shoot. I got to, um, man, bro, I, I really want to keep going on this one, man. But I got, I know I got to really cut it short. But oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely cannot wait. I definitely cannot wait for this full reunion. And honestly, man, I, I'm really glad that you decided to tune on in today because I really do feel like your side of the story was a, was a lot more different. And I'm glad we was able to touch bases on this on this particular topic, man. So oh, yeah, I, hope, I hope you have Any a good question. day. I love you, man. And I love you too, cause always, you know, it's TBE to the death of me. You feel me? You already know, fam. <laughs>
All right, man. I love you, man. Have a good day. And if anybody tuning in, you better tune in on the next one because I'm telling you right now, it's going to be one for the record books. It's going to be the best podcast around here. You feel me? Support my bro. And we sharing it with. Love y'all. We take it easy, man. All right, man. Love you too.